In a world of bus schedules and business calls, sidestep into a realm of Koigyu casting in Klingons. Okay, people, get your geek on. Hi, everyone. It's November 23rd, 2012, and you're listening to episode 61 of Knit One Geek 2. I'm Karen. And I'm Maggie. Is it safe to come out now? I don't know. I'm not going to look yet. Is everybody finished with their Black Friday crazy? Yes? I don't hear any sound of stampeding, so I think it's safe. Okay. I'm leaving the yarn in the bunker, though. Yes. Protect the yarn! At all costs. So, hopefully, all our American listeners had a good Thanksgiving. Lots of nibbles, lots of yummies. Lots of delicious, delicious foods. Yes. And you are now gearing up. For the holiday season. Happy holidays! Because guess what? It's now legal to say that. Well, pretty much it was in, in Canada already. Yeah, it was in Canada. We don't have that, you know, that solid line where people are like, I can't believe that, you know, the Christmas stuff is out already. Dude, our Christmas stuff... It's not even Thanksgiving yet. It's like, well, Thanksgiving wasn't into October. Yeah, so. our Christmas stuff starts leaking into the stores in August, I think. Yeah. Well, especially when you look at, like, craft stores and stuff, because yeah. they're like, oh, people need to create stuff to prepare. Yeah. And, yeah, our Christmas season is very long up here. Yeah. Because, like I said, we don't have that Thanksgiving yeah. mark. We just have Halloween and... I went out just to get out of the office and to, you know, refresh the brain. I just went out at lunchtime to walk around one of the malls and... Dude! Pow! Really? Yeah. People, this is Canada. Yeah, I know. But Shouldn't be having bloody Black Friday up here. Anyway. I, I, I just, I think they they just succumbed to the whole concept of it. Yeah, I mean, I think places around here especially have succumbed to it because we're so close to the border. So if people really wanted, they could go cross-border shopping. And then they, you, you know, have in past years. Yeah, my Black Friday shopping consisted of um, a peppermint hot chocolate. My Black Friday shopping... <laughs> Oh dear, you What's were online. You were different. Well, I didn't buy much. I just finally succumbed. Pulled the trigger on a purchase <laughs> I've wanted to make for a while. In case anybody in case anybody is into this sort of thing. So there's a company called American Duchess that makes like reproduction historical footwear. And a lot of their stuff is from about the eighteenth century or even you know, I think there's even some seventeenth century stuff that they've done. And their website is wwwamerican dash duchess d-u-c-c-h-e-s-s dot com but one of the things they did is they made these gorgeous reproduction edwardian shoes they're so pretty they are pretty available in white or black leather with these really cool like crossed over straps at the top and there's and a low heel yeah they're double straps that are crossed over and they're mm-hmm. interwoven with buttons at the side and I have been carefully checking this because they do fairly small or small-ish runs of their stuff. And I had been watching carefully my size because it was getting down to <laughs> only so many left. And so I kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. And this morning I refreshed and they'd also knocked 15 bucks off the price for Black Friday. And I'm like, that will cover shipping doing it. <laughs> so I have the shoes on the way to me. This is the Astoria yes, design. Yes, the Astoria shoes. I got the black ones. Very nice. A little more expensive than my budget for shoes usually is, but I don't care. These are special. And they're the sort of thing I would be kicking myself if I didn't. So we know to bury you in these shoes with, you know, koigu on your chest? Hell yes! But of course, nice shoes need nice socks, and that means more adventures in knitting. So, what have you been working on? 
Now, technically, yes. according to the written directions of the pattern, I technically only have one row left of this shawl. Of your battle-weary dragon? This is the battle-weary dragon by Mandy's Moon, and I've done it in sealing wax red in Malabrigo Laceweight. Ooh. And what I have done, it's about halfway, half of it is not quite garter. It has a bit of a slip stitch garter. Yeah. It looks like, it might look a bit like garter on the first glance, but it's actually a special slip stitch pattern, which is really squishy. Yeah. I mean, it's Malabrigo, that helps. Mm-hmm. It has but the pattern itself. It has a, a central spine that's dense. very sort of reptilian. Yeah. And the bottom half, where all of the scales are, I've been putting in beads of random color. So some are red, some are ochre, and some are black, and nice and fiery concepty because my concept, this is for our Hobbit along, and it is for the dragon smog. So now I'm at the very last bit, where I've actually done all of the repeats that they want me to, and I'm like, you know what? I've got enough beads, I've got enough yarn, and I have the time. I think I'm going to do a few more of these repeats. Mm-hmm. So... But because I now have the time and I know that I could cast off any time I want to now. Yes. The pressure is now off. Yes. So now... You just have to make sure you leave the, you know, requisite yeah, couple days I'm, for blocking. I'm go- considering that the day of the movie is the 14th. I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing, say, about 6th. Yep. To make sure that it blocks and... Yeah. You know, meteors don't fall on my house and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm not 100% sure how big it's going to block out to, but you know what? We'll see. Yeah, because lace does seem to stretch. So now I have... This is the daughter heir that I can get back to. Ooh, and that is a very pretty sock. It, It is a very pretty sock, and it is very pretty sock yarn, too. Yes, that's turtle pearl, isn't it? It is turtle pearl. And it's... And it's sparkly... Sparkle like a thousand tiny diamonds. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) No, with with the tiny diamond. Sorry, the sparkles like a thousand tiny diamonds is one of the things we knitters have to say at every one of our knit nights just to prove that we can, you know, crowbar it into the conversation. Yeah, it is a Twilight reference. (sighs) The Daughter Air socks are by Samantha Holt. They are free Ravelry download, and they are full of cables and twisted stitches and pattern upon pattern upon pattern. But they are so, so, so pretty. Mm-hmm. And they are inspired by a character in the Wheel of Time series. Uh, it is by Elaine... I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. Trackend? Oh, the, the character. No, the um, author. Oh, well. That's the not the char- author. The, sorry, the character. That's <laughs> the right. author of the series is Robert Jordan. You're right. Sorry, not enough coffee today. But basically, yes, she's the, she's the heir, as in the queen's daughter. And these socks are inspired by her character. Yay! And because she is... A character with magical properties, sparkly yarn, I thought be appropriate. Yes. And it's a nice sort of green, too. It is a nice sort of green. And it's a very earthy sort of green with little mm. bits of brown, mustard brown running through it. And it will be very, very nice if I can figure out where I am in the pattern <laughs> again. Well, at least you do have that back bit, which is yeah. fairly easy to spot. Because you are only about a little way down the leg. Yeah. And there is a different pattern on the back than on the front. So I'm not that far away. Yippee! Yes, I can now concentrate on things other than dragons. Which include, I see other projects there too. Well, yeah, this is this is the blue shawl, uh, not blue shawl, blue scarf of never-ending endingness. Oh yes, that you That will 
But the thing is that after working on Malabrigo... Yeah, that doesn't feel the same. This doesn't feel the same. So I'm going to have to get back to this after I do something maybe with acrylic. <laughs> yeah, because that's... I mean, this is this is part acrylic and part wool, but yeah, it is going to a boy who doesn't take very good care of very many of his things, so, yeah, you know, they don't deserve the good stuff. Yes. I don't even remember what pattern I chose for this. I know I can't I, remember what the yarn was. I can't I can't remember anything about it, but basically it's a blue scarf. Yeah, we'll look it up for next week. Yeah, this is a blue <laughs> scarf that's going to go eventually to a young man who wants a very long blue scarf whenever I get to it. Yes. I is done. I am, like, so done with deadlines for knitting for this year. <laughs> That's it. Yay! The rest, of the, the rest of the knitting now has to be, like, my pleasure knitting, not my pressure knitting. And speaking of pressure knitting... Yes, that's an excellent segue over into mine. Because I have the Lothlorien cape. Now, it is looking really nice. Yeah, and it is getting really long. And I am... It's easily as long as a... You know, what nice romance. grass hula skirt. I have finished 132 rows out of 180. Not bad. And I one more row, and I will be at the point where I start decreasing every four rows instead of every six rows. And I do that one, two, three, four, five times. Do another little decrease, and then there's a whole bunch of little decreases, like... Every that just other start row. happening. That's probably yeah. about the yoke. Yeah, that'd be right around the neck, and then it's the neckline. And I mean, this is the yarn that I have left. How do you feel about that? I think I should be able to do it. I think you're. I think you'll be okay. I've still got the swatch upstairs to rip out, just in case. Or like two. I was even thinking earlier tonight if I really got short and had to belt the swatch and everything. The collar is you knit it, and then partway through you do a purl turning row. Yeah. It's actually a folded over sewn oh, collar. Oh, okay. If I really had to... You could negate that. The bit that's... Well, I could either negate that, or I'd probably keep it because it'll help add some stability. That's and true. I'm also... That's I true. went down one needle size to the, the suggested needle size. I've been doing it a little larger because from what I could tell of my gauge swatch, because it's over the pattern stitches, so it's kind of hard to tell, especially in cables that sort of suck together. I had gone up one from the recommended needle size, so I went down to the recommended needle size for those last few rows. Basically, just so I can maybe get the fabric just a little tighter, because, I mean, this is the shoulder part, yeah. and the weight of the rest of it will be hanging off that, so I want it to be a little more dense. But I was thinking if I really had to, I could do the, the under part of the collar, I could do in a different yarn. That's true, yeah. Even just temporarily. Yeah. God, that is just filled with cables upon I cables. No, you're telling me. Yeah, I know. You're telling me there is tons of cabling in here. And, of course, it didn't help that I was working on this last night when I was insanely tired at knit night. And, like, I swear to God, every single row there was something I missed, messed up, and I had to. I have not been ripping back with this thing. If I mess up on one row, then on the row going back the other way, I fix it on the way. So I think every single row there was something I had to fix on the way across from Do the Do not try row. this unless you are a confident knitter, by the way. Yeah, unless you've had some sleep. Unless yeah, your cat helps. has not been waking you up at 5.30 in the morning. Or, you know, otherwise, you know, two an hour and a half before your alarm's supposed to go off. Most cats fit in a crock pot. Yeah, I know. And it's getting there. I am down to... I calculated this last night. I haven't done a calculation today because I haven't worked on it today. I tend to do these calculations after I've done quite a few rows for the day. So that they are the, mo the best sounding. But so far I'm at, like, 2.5 rows per day. That's pretty good. Finish it in time. And... 
actually, since the beginning of this chart, it has felt a lot, each row has felt a lot shorter. Or rather, maybe not each row has felt a lot shorter, but it definitely, I have definitely noticed that the space between each of my markers, which is, each marker is for one wedge yeah. of the capelet. The progress is faster. That <clears throat> each of those wedges is smaller. And I've been moving quite a bit faster on each row, so it feels more like I can get more done. Which is good, because I'm working all weekend, and I had a major assignment due last Monday, and I have a major assignment due this Monday <laughs> for my class. So so there is no brain left for the cables. Yeah, there's no brain and there's no bloody time, because I've got my two evenings on the weekend. And of course, because I can't bring this one on the bus, I've been working on the socks that I mentioned last time, and socks that rock lightweight in the sock gate dhd colorway and i have finished one sock mm-hmm. and the other sock i have maybe like two or three more rounds of ribbing to go at the top yep and, and i will finish that one mainly because i went to see skyfall again <laughs> on wednesday <laughs> and knit all the way through it and i finished most of the leg and then i got a little bit more knitting time in today while i was standing outside because there was a fire alarm at work well, you made sure to grab the yarn and the knitting, and that was important. Yes, well, I grabbed my bag, and that was in it. And while I was standing there, it's like, well, I might as well. Nobody can yell at you for it. It's not like I'm doing anything else right now, and I'm standing outside for 45 minutes in the cold. Could always go ask the fireman to warm you up. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, the thoughts that, that causes. But yeah, I could even finish those up tonight if I wanted to. Like, do the last couple rows, cast off, and I could wear them tomorrow to work. Mm-hmm. And then last weekend, I went into Toronto. Yes, you had a yarn excursion. Yes, because I was especially going in because the Purple Pearl, which you can find at thepurplepearl.com, was having their fifth anniversary sale and celebration. And so they had all sorts of special things going on. And I also wanted to go to a new yarn store. So I went to Unit, E-W-E-K-N-I-T, and their website is at unit.ca. They're actually in this, they're fairly, actually fairly close to sort of the downtown area and somewhat close to a couple other yarn stores. So it's definitely within sort of the general area that makes for a good day trip mm-hmm. yarn crawling. And they had lots of nice stuff. Oh my God. They had, I was telling Maggie, they had one wall, which a sizable portion of it was this built-in cubby system filled with koi goo. And for anybody new... To the podcast, be warned here. Koigu has that base twist that Karen is much yes. enamored of. It has that nice tight yeah. twist to play. So yes, I stood in front of that for a good long time. With stars in your eyes? Yes, and lust in my heart. <laughs> because it was all so pretty. But I decided not to get any of that because I was going to the Purple Pearl sale. Mm-hmm. And because I had already picked up and was going to take home... A skein of Zen Yarn Gardens Serenity Silk Plus, which is 75% super superwash merino, 15% cashmere, 10% silk. It's 500 yards to 100 grams. So it's sort of like a light fingering or a heavy lace weight. Mm-hmm. And I got mine in the midnight teal colorway. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, big surprise there. How, many, how, how lovely... much teal yarn do you have? A lot. I try and get out of my comfort zone sometimes, but that's the color that, like, when I see it, my heart goes, want! It's like, must have! It's like, love at first sight, or lust at first sight. I'm just teasing you, I think it's hilarious. Sort of like the mental picture of Daniel Craig in sweaters. He wears two sweaters in the new Bond movie. Mm -hmm. Commercial sweaters, not hand-knit sweaters, or 
you know, thick-knitted sweaters, though, oh my god, the mental picture of Daniel Craig in an Aaron sweater. I'm sure there are knitters around the world that can remedy this situation. <laughs> but yes. Daniel Anyways, Craig back sweaters. to the yarn store. Yes. But yes, they had loads of nice stuff. They had the Zen Yarn Garden. They had, like, Sweet Georgia. They had Koigu. They had Sounds all like a sorts lot of, of good really, stuff. really pretty stuff. And I wanted a lot of it, but I managed to walk out with just this one skein. Okay. But there will be going back... And there will likely be buying more yarn. More than likely, from the sounds of it. Uh, especially as a friend of mine and I have a yarn crawl planned for a couple weeks from now. <laughs> which you are definitely invited to, Maggie. Yeah. Oh, God. And so, well, of course, one of the reasons I only got the one skein is because I knew that the Purple Pearl was going to have some special limited edition colorways from certain indie dyers. Uh-huh. In honor of their fifth anniversary. I got... Oh, this is new and different. So this is Turtle Pearl Yarns, Striped Turtle Toes, in a special limited edition colorway called the Purple Pearl. And it's a dark purple, a light purple, and white. That's pretty cool. Self-striping yarn. And this stuff is stuff that's only available at the Purple Pearl and is only available until they run out. And I saw the sample that was knit up in that, and it looks super pretty. I'm sure it did. I cannot wait to start. And I got Indigo Dragonfly MCN Lace. So 80% Superwash Merino, 10% Cashmere, 10% Nylon, 630 yards to 115 grams. And this colorway is called Roller Dobby the Rink Elf. Purple Pearl Special Edition. I like that. And it's a couple different shades of purple. Oh, and it feels gorgeous. It's so soft. And actually, I kind of got both of these, both this and the Zen Yarn Garden, I kind of liked because, well, Zen Yarn Garden, like I said, it's more like a heavy lace weight light fingering. And this one, like I said, it's got, it's a lace weight, but it's got 630 yards in the skein. And I kind of wanted something that was maybe like a slightly shorter skein, maybe a slightly heavier lace weight. Because I want to do a couple small sort of shawls. Yeah. Or like lace shawlettes. Because I really like my fountain pen shawl, the size of that. Because that is perfect for wrapping around my neck and putting under a coat. Because it's nice and light. But it also, you know, covers up that little triangle you get at the front to where your coat stays open and your chest gets cold. But it's kind of nice having these shorter skeins, though. Like, well, shorter, not in a bad way, but... You know, ones that, you know, not the yardage where it's like a thousand yards or something, where it's like, great, I could use 600 yards in a small shawl, and then what do I do with the other 400 yards? Mm. So yes, these are going to make lovely lacy things. And then the Purple Pearl also had special limited edition project bags. Oh, cute. Everyone got the little small one. Everybody who made a purchase got the little tiny small one, which has five years as in five yarn balls. But then for $5, I also bought the slightly larger one. Because that one I can easily use for... I can definitely easily use this for, like, lace or something. Or yeah. a lace shawl. That that, a that's, a re- that's a nice size bag. And it was a local artist that did this design specifically for them. And then I also just got, like, Piecework, Piecework magazine because we can't get it locally. And I made a stop at Romney Wool's and got some knitting needles as well. But yeah, so that was my... You had a very... Toronto adventure. Fruitful adventure. Yes, very fruitful. <laughs> to add this stuff to the stash. Which I need to get working on. I am I am just waiting for those four days I'm going to have off around Christmas. Go stash crazy? Mm-hmm. 
Because, actually, because there's two days a week that the libraries are regularly closed. And I think it's actually like... So I have the Sunday, Monday off because we're closed those days anyway. And then Tuesday is Christmas Day. And the Wednesday is Boxing Day. Uh Which is also a statutory holiday. Yes. In Canada. So that's four days in a row that I will be off. Pajamas, hot chocolate, and knitting. Yes. Well, one of those days will be the 24th, which is when families Family, okay. Family obligation, yada, yada. But three of those days... Pajamas, hot chocolate, knitting. It is going to be awesome. But speaking of holidays... So we have lots of ideas for holiday goodies. Yes. And we are breaking with our format so we can bring you our little holiday gift-a-palooza suggestions. Yes. Because some of these are just too cute not to share. Yes. So if you're thinking of some last minute sort of stuff for relatives and things, actually io9.com had a really cool idea for... A homemade chemistry set that you could make. Because, I mean, they pointed out that you can kind of get... I mean, the chemistry sets that you can buy, you know, usually have cool little things in them. Like, they might have, like, a little lab coat in them or, you know, goggles and things like that. But a lot of times they don't give you a lot of each kind of thing. Yeah, you can do maybe one or two experiments, but you can't do them all. And that's not really doing science. I mean, come on. Yeah. So... They have come up with an actual package you could put together. Their suggestions for what to get Cabbage. for a package for a kid. And they include one giant jug of vinegar, a huge carton of baking soda, multiple jugs of bulk bubble solution, candles and matches, cornstarch, coffee filters, cabbages, at least three coupons for dry ice. They say usually you can usually you can get dry ice usually from supermarkets, butcher shops, or ice cream stores. I don't know if I've ever I've never seen dry ice Actually, at a supermarket. seen them at a supermarket, but I don't think... It's one of those things I don't think it's too hard to get your hands on. Shouldn't be, no. Might take some, you know, <laughs> looking around to see where you can possibly get it. And bonus, some glycerin from a drugstore. Yeah. They say, if you can, try to get some dry ice on the, on the day you give the set so you can play around right away. If not, a bottle of Coke and some Mentos will probably also satisfy the immediate goof-around factor. <laughs> But they say, you know, they mentioned that the vinegar, you can do the thing where you put eggs and bones inside a glass of vinegar, and then you can see how they become softer. Yeah. Or they dissolve. They say you can put wire, wool, and vinegar together to let kids feel how the two heat up as they react. You know, you can let kids put other things in the vinegar, see how they react, you know, create experiments out of this. Of course, with the baking soda, you can put them together to release carbon dioxide, but then what you can really do is... Then you can pour carbon dioxide over candles to extinguish them. Yep. And they have a link there. In here, a lot of the things that they say you can try, there are links to places where you can see how to do this. You know, they say you can put baking soda and vinegar in, like, a sealed plastic bag or a balloon and then watch as the gas blows it up. And there's all sorts of things you can do with the bubbles and carbon dioxide, or you can add the glycerin to bubbles and to the bubble solution, and it'll make the bubbles last longer. So in some of them, you can actually handle them, but then the kids can try, you know, see how much you have to add. Sweet Lordy, my husband would get such a kick out of this, <laughs> out of this set. And he's, you know, a 40-something-year-old geek. Mm-hmm. And I'd be somewhere, you know, about, honey, let's not do, the- no, the nitro and glycerin are not coming out while the, while the five-year-old is still awake. No, no, no. Oh, the cornstarch on the speaker. That's always cool. Yeah, because they said the the cornstarch with water can make a non-Newtonian fluid. And they can do all sorts of experiments with that, especially then experimenting, like, you know, the ratios of cornstarch to water and what happens when they change it. It is recommended that you put, you know, saran wrap over the speaker before you do that. Yes. Yeah. They say, like, you know, obviously none of this stuff is really high tech. 
And it doesn't come with like test tubes or lab coats or any of that sort of stuff that kids usually find cool. But it does say, but instead of being limited by what an instruction book says and by only a certain amount of each of the components, this do-it-yourself chemistry set will let beginning chemists try all kinds of different combinations, tweaking each experiment as they go, which is really awesome. Yeah. You are not just giving the kid the ability to do crazy, to do really cool looking stuff. You're also giving them the ability to question and try and experiment. Yeah. And then, of course, Iodide also has a bunch of other sort of gift suggestion articles. One of them is Gifts for Action Figure Addicts and Collectors of Collectibles, which has some really interesting stuff, like a Star Trek The Next Generation Pez gift set. Oh, God. All the major characters from Star Trek The Next Generation, plus one of the ship. The Enterprise. Oh, God. Hoverboard! Yeah, there's the Doctor Who 11th Doctor Collector Figure. The Hobbit Lego Game. Oh my god, that's cool. Oh, this was rather funny. The Avengers Cologne set. What? Mark V, Patriot. Smash and Worthy for $70. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, know, I man. don't know. I don't know. Seriously. As I, I 9 says, you, can you really put a price on smelling like a hundred-year-old man, a drunk in, in a tin can, a giant who only has one pair of pants, and a sweaty Norseman who's never bathed? <laughs> I'm sure this... I See, I'm almost curious, like... How much the sense really Capture. apply to the character. Of course, there's the Sonic Screwdriver Programmable TV Remote, which, of course, you can find at ThinkGeek, because come on. Yeah. Star Trek stockings! That's cute. Just playing colored stockings with the uh, logo insignia off-center. Yep, and a little black Band. V at the top. Yeah. And, of course, you know, you can get red, gold, or blue. Depending on which department you want to be from. There's also Agent Coulson's Vintage Trading Cards, like we've mentioned, which actually they now have the price up. It's 40 bucks from EFX Collectibles. Is that for the bloody or unbloody ones? 40 bucks gets you two complete reproductions of the cards, one with and one without. <laughs> and here I was thinking I was being a smartass. I really kind of want those. You just bought shoes. I know. They're going to have them after Christmas, too. I put them on next month's credit card. <laughs> My credit card switches over on the 15th of the month. I could totally do it. You need an intervention. Zombie shark air swimmer. Oh my god, we talked about the air swimmers a long time ago. Yeah, they're fi they're basically these rope-controlled fish that are like a balloon. Yeah. So they actually like swim through the air. This one is a zombie shark. That's so freaking cool. <laughs> and I would love to see people's expressions when they see it. This only makes me even more want to like bring one to work. Oh, hell yeah. And fly it over the stacks. Oh, hell yeah. Though the bloodied one would probably terrify the children. <laughs> then just keep it in the horror section. You can also get custom action figures. There's a variety of Etsy sellers that will make figures of, like, all kinds of different people. Obviously, this is the sort of thing that, you know, they probably need more lead time than you're getting now. Yeah. But, hey, it's an idea for future giftmas things. You could get it for a significant other or loved one for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And make it a very nerdy Valentine. But speaking... Of figures. Oh, my And collectibles. Gosh. We have mentioned before that, yeah, that the company Hot Toys, who has made other Avengers and Marvel figures, amongst other things, were making an Agent Coulson toy Figuring. figure. At the time, however, they, they had only shown that they were going to do it by showing a picture of the figure from about the shoulders down. Yeah, it was a teaser. Yes. Now they have released the official pictures... Including the face. And it's a pretty 
damn good likeness. Yeah, it's... I mean, if you haven't seen their stuff, seriously, you need to go to their website, which I am going to find right Does now. Does somebody hand, hand knot the ties? I gotta wonder. I don't know. I think the tie fabric... I think the fabric is, like, patterned, like, exactly like Coulson's tie in Avengers. Their website is www.hottoys.com.hk. Now, these, I believe, are actually not quite in production yet. I think it's a pre-order. But that's going to be one popular item. But, I mean, you seriously, like, go to their website and look at the figures they've already had. The one, like, the Loki one... It was creepy. so scarily looking like Tom Hiddleston. Look at that! Like, that... Looks like Clark Gregg. Yeah. Yeah. So And he's even got like there is a tiny little clip on ID <laughs> badge. And he's got his ear feed. And you he comes with a couple different hands to hold different things, like a gun, like Captain America trading cards, cards. like a shield folder. And the Uber gun. Yes, and the destroyer gun. Plus his little suit and like a little belt and a walkie talkie and it's amazing. And like the they do they do such a good job with the faces. Like they have pores. Oh, sunglasses? Oh my god, sunglasses, yes. And a little earpiece. Yep. Look at, Look that. at that. Holy you crap. You have stubble. Well not even not even he stubble. Has pores yep. and fine lines around his eyes and wow, that is amazing. And the, the eye color is a very good match. You would <laughs> know. You would know. And of course it's hilarious. People have been, when Clark Gregg announced this on his Twitter and posted photos of it, like someone said they were going to, they were going to dress up in like a dress. And he's like, blue would look very good with my eyes. <laughs> and apparently he's married to Jennifer Gray, who is in Dirty Dancing. And apparently there's been a few photos of her like goofing around with one of the figures. I do, it's like I he's the most adorable couple ever. Totally do that. Oh my god, look at that! Of course, with this amount of detail and everything. With great detail comes great price. Yes. Look at the face. Yeah, they're like 175 bucks. So, yeah, not gonna happen. Look at the trading cards! Look at the cards! That one is so bad. But yeah, so I think it's kind of out of my budget, sadly. Uh, But if it's not out of your budget, you can have a little mini Coulson. Or you can have a little... Mini Thor, or a little mini Loki, or a little mini Tony Stark, or a bunch of other characters. Little mini Black Widow. Tony Stark in a tutu would be funny. Oh my god, dude. If I got the Tony Stark one, I would have to dress it up. And all sorts of crazy stuff. Because that would just be funny. They would need to sell old Gucci suits on the side, though, for Tony. (laughs) But yes, so moving on to more cool stuff. And this one by an Etsy seller. This one. This is so cool. Think small for Christmas. Think rather small. Think hobbit rather small. (laughs) This is a terrarium with bag end inside it. It has the iconic green circular door with Mm -hmm. a little pathway and, you know, the front facade of the house, but it's overgrown over the sides with Mm -hmm. With the plant that you raise in the terrarium. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, this is from the Etsy seller Face of the Earth. And she does different terrariums. Or they... Yeah, she, Rachel. She does different terrariums. This one is $375, which considering it has a tiny little mini bag end, not surprising. But it's basically a 10-inch tall ecosystem. I wonder if you can just get one of the Lego versions of the of that and put it in a jar. <laughs> in a, like, in an aquarium. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe not quite the same, but 
you know. Yeah, it's built into a hill of moss, creating a multi-level terrarium. Reindeer moss, lichen, and tiny fake flowers decorate the tiny Middle Earth dwelling. Mm. Okay, now somebody's got to make a Rivendell. Oh, that would be so cool. She has a little graveyard. Little Halloween graveyard. Large mushrooms. Tiny evergreen. Ooh, there's a little hanging lichen terrarium. Zombie apocalypse terrarium. <laughs> that is so cool. And that one's only $65. Mainly because it's only just a couple little miniature people that have been painted to look like zombies. But an excellent idea if you're kind of crafty and, you know, want to give something to a geeky friend. Yep. Oh, and there's a Nightmare Before Christmas. Beetlejuice. Alien Invasion. You should really take a look at her Etsy site just so you can see all the cool little terrariums. Because really, a zombie terrarium. That's pretty cute. <laughs> and that's Face of the Earth. This is, it says custom terrariums, terrariums encouraged. She can recreate new terrariums personalized for you or for a gift. Also on Etsy, we found a jeweler who's made, making some really cool Harry Potter inspired jewelry. She's become very well known with her Quidditch necklace. Yep, it's a quid. It's a necklace that has three hoops, two bludgers, a snit, a little tiny little gold thing for a snitch, a little red quaffle, and a beater, and the clubs for the beaters. Yeah, but this is Arcana Day. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. It's A R C A N A D E A. And oh, and actually, she's from, she's from Ottawa. Yay! But it looks like the actually it looks like the Quidditch neck, well, necklace just sold, but. There is a whole bunch of other Harry Potter-themed jewelry. There's stamped metal earrings with the little lightning bolts. There's a lot of bracelets that are in the house colors with yeah. little charms. Ooh, sterling silver stamped earrings with the black mark, the snake, the dark mark. and the skull for the dark mark. Of course, if you're looking to craft something for somebody, and you're willing to hardcore it, and you're also just a little bit twisted, and the recipient's a little bit twisted... There's an Etsy seller called Steotch, S-T-E-O-T-C-H, and they're cross-stitch designs, and they're downloadable, so you don't have to worry about shipping. They're actually, basically the pattern will, is sent to you in PDF format 20, within 24 hours of purchase, and the patterns are in black and white with a, a key Probably for the, legend, the floss, yeah. but <laughs> there's some very unique designs on here. You, you do have to have a certain amount of sense of humor before going onto the site. And in some cases, it's helpful if you're familiar familiar with internet memes, like the Rage comics. Because she uses the Rage comic faces for different... Ornaments. Ornaments. There's also one of memes that include uh, Socially Awkward Penguin, Business Cat. There's the Princess Bride, Mowage. <laughs> yes, this is special you can do for a couple where it has a space for to put in a couple's names as well as the date. There's a nativity scene that says, Go Shorty, it's your birthday. Like I said... You have to, you know, have a certain amount of, I guess, a dry or twisted sense of humor before you go to this site. Yeah. There's a special double rainbow. Double rainbow all the way across it. There's, I also like this one with its combination of, it has a, you know, those classic sort of country designs of like little house and flowers. Yeah. Is accompanied with bless this hizzy faux shizzle. <laughs> in curvy writing. And of course, speaking of the internet memes one, the one that made me laugh more than I probably should, there's one with pedo bear on it that says, he sees you when you're sleeping. Creepy. <laughs> so yes, if you have a twisted sense of humor, 
And, and you know someone else who has a twisted sense of humor and will understand this stuff? Go for it. And you want to cross-stitch something for them for Christmas? Go for it. At Stiach. And speaking of nerdy crafty stuff, because some of this involves nerdy crafty stuff, for those of you who have a wee one on the way, or a wee baby someone, in your life, BuzzFeed has all kinds of different do-it-yourself pop culture nursery themes. And you can find it as at buzzfeed.com slash D-O-N-N-A-D slash 20 DIY pop culture themes for your baby's nursery with dashes, dashes in between, in between all, all those words. Or if you go to BuzzFeed and search nursery, or pop culture nursery, I'm sure this will come up. So there's Harry Potter with a little mobile. With the snitch and the firebolt and the sorting hat. And it's even got a little stuffed owl in a pretty cage. Yep, and it looks like they're using a broom for a curtain rug. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings nursery with, of course, pattern. And each of these nurseries, there's links underneath yes. where you can find this stuff. With little hobbit amigurumi. And, like, the other members of the fellowship, actually. You can make the, the fellowship amigurumi. amigurumi. There's... Of course, there's a, a Tree of Gondor decal that you can get to put on your wall. And I love these. Elvish ABC. Yes. Everybody can learn Elvish now. All together. Elvish alphabet. Doctor Who. This had links to the knitted Daleks that are actually rattles. Yes! Which Dalek is pretty rattles. cool because that that provides sensory touch with all the different baubles that are on the Daleks. Mm-hmm. And they said there's a site called Geekabye Baby. Where you can get made-to-order bedding with a Doctor Who theme. <laughs> of course, there's the Star Trek nursery, which has links to a lot of, you know, star and planet-themed bedding and stuff for the crib, as well as... Little onesies with the badge on them. Yep, from Think Geek Cthulhu nursery. Okay, this one I just did not get ba- well, for a baby. I mean... It's well, the baby won't even really necessarily know what the heck's going uh, on, so... I'm sorry, but... As Some of these are really for the parents. I mean, come on. So... As the mother going like, say, in there, the, the Hunger, Hunger Games. Games nursery, the Indiana Jones nursery. Yeah, that was kind of cute. That was really cute because it's got monkeys. Uh, Nightmare before Nightmare Before Christmas. The mobile's a little creepy. There comes a point where you're gonna go into the room at two o'clock in the morning, not fully awake, and you're going to be creeped out. True. Yes. Of course, there's a st- we have mentioned before the Star Wars nursery, mm-hmm. Super Mario nursery again with an adorable mobile, and there's some really cute. Wall decals. Wall decals. Yeah. So you can turn the walls of the room into a level from the original Super Mario game. I like that. Game of Thrones nursery. So that everybody can aspire starting early. They've got the flying dragons as the mobile. That's The dragon cute. mobile is really cute. Firefly nursery. <laughs> and I love the strawberries. The little felted strawberries for the mobile. The walking dead. Which includes, they do have a source for... A fabric with these little cartoon zombies and biohazard symbols on it. Steampunk nursery, of course. And I love the crib in that one. Mm-hmm. It's a circular crib that has a lot of scroll work. Metal yeah. work. It looks really cool. And finally, the lost nursery. Which is basically go nature and then go farther. Yeah, with like, you know, fake trees and stuff. Yeah. But also like, you know, polar bear and <laughs> Dharma Corporation the <laughs> logo rug. A little polar bear mobile. So there's a lot of links there in case you want to craft something up for a wee one in your tiny life. Tiny things in your life. 
And another place I found a while ago, but hadn't had a chance to mention, is there's a website called HerUniverse.com. And basically, it's a source for t-shirts and other kinds of apparel for female geeks. And I'm, like, totally in support of this. I did not know about this. Like, they have a lot of t-shirts and shirts and stuff in, like, female... Sizing. T-shirt sizing. I noticed, I did take a look, the sizing, it depends on the style of t-shirt. Okay. Some of them are available in plus sizes, some of them are not. They also have, like, things like jewelry. Like, they have earrings. Star Wars charm bracelet. They have earrings in the shape of the... Live long and prosper Vulcan salute. Yep, inside a Ah, Starfleet. yes. Rebel Alliance charm, Jedi charm, Imperial charm, Battlestar Galactica pilot wings necklace. They've got a couple major sections for Doctor Who, Star Wars, Star Trek. They have an everyday cosplay section, which is basically, they have a TARDIS dress, Princess Leia hoodie. That's cool. With the belt, and the hood has the little cinnamon bun (laughs) hairdo, the Spock hoodie. Which has little pointed ears on it. The Uhura t-shirt. A couple t-shirts and stuff for their own logo. And they also have stuff for other sci-fi stuff like Battlestar Galactica, Warehouse 13. They have a racer tank with the Battlestar Galactica logo on it. There are probably quite a few <laughs> girls who'd be happy to have that. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. And that's at heruniverse.com. And they also have a blog and other things there, too. This one is not a thing you can maybe buy, but it gives you an idea. Because on the Mary Sue... They had a teeny, teeny, tiny, knitted Jane hat from Firefly. Yeah. It's by a Twitter user called LB, E-L-L-E-B-E-I-E. She used crochet thread, triple zero size needles, which I think is a, I think it goes, well, zero is two millimeter. Yeah, zero is two millimeter, so I think it would be like double zero would be 1.75, triple zero would be 1.5. That and the thing is, it is so small, yeah. it fits on a Lego minifigure. The little Lego people, it fits. On him. That reminds me of when I tried to knit a mini sock after seeing the movie Coraline. Yeah. With the miniature knitting. Yeah, I didn't get much farther than the uh, ribbed band. There's also a really cool, another cool Etsy sock shop we found uh, from the artist Kay Hallian. K-H-A-L-L-I-O-N. She's an, an artist and illustrator. And there's a lot of really cool, there's a lot of really cool prints and paintings on all sorts of different themes, including steampunk. But some of the ones we saw that we loved were her pop culture prints, <laughs> which I'd seen some of them, some of them before, but the reason I found it again today was because she's done a few of the TARDIS. Appearing in certain Disney movies. Such as Cinderella, Ariel, Rapunzel, and and Beauty and the Beast, yes. Usually with just the door open and a hand reaching out. Yep. And the princess looking quizzically onwards. There's also, she does some really cool Art Nouveau style prints for things like Princess Bride and Labyrinth. And some really cute Calvin and Hobbes. And Leia, Princess Leia. Oh, look at... Oh, and there's Calvin and Hobbes, the Calvin and Hobbes themed... Calvin Hobbes, I think Calvin and Hobbes style of art, but Firefly. Yep. Or Calvin and Hobbes, in this case, pretending to be Mal and Jane from Firefly on a cardboard box that says Serenity with an E instead of a Y at the end. Or Susie is Kaylee. There's a really cool Brave print of Voldemort in yes. that Art Nouveau style. Or Amy Pond. Galadriel. Oh my god. 
Strawberry Girl. Yep. Kaylee. And there's some stuff there for Spirited Away, too. But yeah, there's some really cool art prints there. And if you're also looking for really cute little artwork, ages ago, we I believe we mentioned Darth Vader and Son, the book of comics of what if Darth Vader was actually a dad who was involved in his son's upbringing. Yeah. Well, now there's another one called Vader's Little Princess. This was announced that the sequel would be coming out at Comic-Con. Yeah. And it should be printed and out, I think, April. Yeah, it is available in, like, it is up in Amazon. Yeah, in pre-order. And it's by Jeffrey Brown. And, of course, it's Darth Vader as a dad to Princess Leia. I mean, look, the, the front cover is Vader and Leia having a tea party with an Ewok stuffed bear. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is going to be adorable. Oh, my God. And speaking of books, do you know what happens on Tuesday? What? The next Harry Dresden Cold Days is released. Oh my god. Oh, and actually, if you'd like, over at Comics Alliance, go to comicsalliance.com, search for Jeffrey Brown, because they have special Star Wars gift tags (laughs) in that style. Season's greetings from the Vaders. Oh my god. That's got all kinds of cute. That's cute. Little gift tags that you can print out and use. It's take your kid to work day, Dad. So yes, and that is at comicsalliance.com. Like I said, just search for Jeffrey Brown on there. Or the article is from November 23rd. And finally, we have a pattern that was mentioned in our Find Something Awesome thread, but also turned up on BuzzFeed, because this is hilarious. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I love some of the details that are added to this. It's not available just yet, but you may want to put it in your queue. Because the pattern is called Shark Week by Lisa Grossman, also known as the Sarina of Socks. <laughs> and that's T-S-A-R-I-N-A of T-S-O-C-K-S. And it's it's a it's a sock in the 2012 Sock Flock Art for Your Feet Club. And the kit will be available to the public sometime in 2013. And there's a link to details on the blog in the Ravelry page for the pattern. But it's basically a toe-up or a top-down pattern. Depending on what or you start, want. Or start in the middle, by the look of it. Want your, you want your uh, shark to be doing. <laughs> yes. And basically, like, it looks like the toe-up version. It basically, the, the top cuff of the sock is the mouth of a shark. So it looks like the shark is eating your leg. And it, it has a three-dimensional snout of a nose. Yes. That is... Like coming and like up, fins and stuff that you so like fins that you do separately and so on to it. And what I love about that one in particular, I believe it's that one. I'm not sure. Oh no, no, no! It's the other one. They have remoras for these things. You know, the little fish that sucker onto mm-hmm. onto the uh, onto the larger fish like shark. Oh my god! And what Freaking I assume is the it. top down version. Basically, what you do is it's the tail is going up the leg, so sort of it almost looks like your your foot is coming out of the shark's butt. And the toe of the sock looks like a foot that's sticking, the end of a foot that's sticking out of a shark's mouth, including fake nail polish. Yeah, it, it is a gargantuan foot for that size shark, but oh, crikey, that's cute. It looks like the shark has swallowed the rest of the person and is just about to eat the last of their foot. Yeah. I saw the one with the shark eating its way up the leg and I just lost it. 
It's so awesome. At, at that point, you kind of have to. You know, the only thing that could make this better is that instead of the black button eyes, you put googly eyes on it. Oh my god, yes. And I mean, it's got almost like a little Pico edging to, to the look teeth. Like teeth. <laughs> and it has gills. Yeah. Dude. Oh my god, these are amazing. I mean, if you want to see some really creative socks, you need to see her sock designs. Because she's got all kinds of really cool, like, creative sort of art socks. The Firebird socks look really interesting. It's like a phoenix, the design of a phoenix on the leg, and then the toe and sort of bottom half of the foot are a stitch pattern to make the phoenix tail. The Frankenstieg. Golden West looks like a western boot. Yep. But yeah, she's got a lot of, like, really creative things. So just search for Lisa Grossman in the Ravelry pattern. Ooh, Snow Queen looks really pretty. The Vintage Socks. That's the one that the Yarn Harlot did. And I think she was momentarily overwhelmed by orders <laughs> for them. 247 faves. Yeah. So there's some really cool patterns on there. I'm not sure they're the sort of thing you'd want to start at this point. But well, if you are a really fast knitter... <clears throat> Speaking of knitting and Christmas, if you do have some, if you do have a person that you want to knit for for Christmas or for other wintry holidays, a suggestion that is not too cumbersome is Ooh. Cruiser by Kaylin Meyer. It is a free Ravelry download and it is a set of mittens published in the Daily Skein and it's done in worsted weight so you know it's going to knit up nice and soft and fairly fairly quickly. But it features a chevron pattern going over the top of the hand, down the top of the mitten. And yeah, it looks like this shouldn't be too difficult to get done for Christmas. It is a unisex pattern, unisex cable, and it's available in three sizes. So yarn weight, worsted weight, and something like 130 to 170 yards. That's not a lot of yarn. Make yourself, makes a set of mittens, Bingo. Christmas gift done. And those are really pretty. I might have to make those at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be making them for me, not anybody else. So there's some ideas for gifty stuff. And actually, we have a little special promo to play after our, you know, closing things. Because one of our listeners has written a book which she is doing, they're doing self-publishing. And I actually got to read a little bit of an earlier draft of it. It's by Sherry Compton Myers. And it's called Of Seraphim and Cherubim. And it's actually a Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. Sort of story. story. Nice. And it's kind of hot in the in that, scenes. In that way. Yes. So she sent us a promo for it, and it's being released in January. Actually, it's you can find the links to you know more information about it um, at the book blog. It's www.ofseraphim.com. A-N-D-C-H-E-R-U-B-I-M dot com. So you can probably find like where to buy it and that sort of thing there. And like I said, we'll be playing the promo after our usual little closing notes so you can hear that and see if it sounds like something that interests you. (laughs) And yay, you finished your book! Yeah, no kidding. So I think on that note, we are done. Yep. I think it's time to go. All right, people. I hope you survived Black Friday. And look forward to the holiday season that is now upon us. Yes. Yay, gingerbread. Yay, hot chocolate. Yay, yummy goodness. Yay, spruce trees. Mm. And lovely, lovely smell of spruce and balsam. And yay, curling up in nice warm house. 
<laughs> With knitted socks. With knitted stuff. Okay, everybody. And only how much longer until The Hobbit comes out? <laughs> like 18 days? Something like that, yes. Oh my god. Somebody has to go do some knitting. Yeah, I do. Somebody else has to go do schoolwork. Yeah, that too. Because somebody also has an exam the day after The Hobbit comes oh, out. Oh, not wow. the day, Not the day after as in I have to wake up from the midnight show and go do exam. But... Like the you know, 15th. Thursday Thursday we line up for the movie. Midnight Friday we see the movie. Right. Saturday I have my exam. <laughs> so you have a full day to detox. Yes. And catch up on sleep. Yeah. Which I think is going to be the more important thing. So have a good week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. To visit our show notes, listen to old episodes, or leave something in our tip jar, you can visit us at knit1geek2.emptypockets.org. That's K N I T one. G-E-E-K-2 dot M-T dash P-O-C-K-E-T-S dot O-R-G. You can also comment at our Ravelry group. Just search the Ravelry groups for Knit One Geek 2. We're also on Twitter. You can find us at www.twitter.com slash Knit One Geek 2. Have a good week, everybody. It has been 130 years since the strange events at La Opera Garnier. 110 years since the voice of Divina Dae was silenced by death. Still, there are nights when it is wise, messieurs, to walk with your hand at the level of your eyes. For his arm is not weakened, and his aim is still true. See what reviles them all. See why you cannot have companionship. See, Eric, remember... That was the mask I pitied, Eric. Never the one I could see, but the one over your heart. What will he do when he meets a woman for whom the mask and the legends hold no fear? Who will stand and face him, even at his worst? No classic beauty, no divine voice, but a power to be reckoned with in her own right. And what will happen when their life together, just beginning, is threatened. They will take the cost. She is mine, and no one will take her from me. No one! Of Serebin and Cherubin, an alternative tale of the Phantom of the Opera by Sherry Compton Myers, coming in December 2012. For more details, updates, and sneak peeks, go to www.ofseraphimandcherubim.com. There is no music without you, Sarah.